Dude, I tell you what, a cold beer has not let me down tonight. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they're uh, good pre- to drink. Pretty I sure know what you're somebody about. made a country uh, song about that, but uh, we're just going to roll with it. Yeah. Hey, guys, grabbing the brisket here. Mm-hmm. So I was just uh, talking oh, to Jan earlier. Do you so think good. it's a good idea to start making TikToks where I impersonate other TikTokers making, you know, other food TikTokers? Because there's some right. that are very, very... Um, like they have their shtick, like they have their thing. It would be very easy to impersonate them, and I think yeah. it would be funny. But I don't know if they would take it as offensive. But hold on, hold on. It, so if you exaggerate the entire thing, that's what it would be. And then and then you get into character. Like obviously, you have to like dress like them. You have to do oh, one hundred percent something right, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They have long. I have hair. a couple guys in mind already. I'm like, I could do this. If, if they got long hair, get to go cut a mop up and get get everything. Yes. Like you have to get the whole like <laughs> right. Right. If you exaggerate it, one hundred percent. Okay. But. You have to execute the meal they created. You, you got to nail it, right? You got to nail it, right? So that's that's my thing. Like, if you nail it, I love that one hundred percent. Yeah, I feel like as long as you do that, then it wouldn't be taken wrong. That's right. Do if I, you acted like them sure. and had some mess in front of you when you're done, then yeah, okay. Well, I or, think if I, if it was already a thing going, do I need to, like the first couple of times? Do I need to reach out to whoever it is and be like, "Hey, can I?" No, no. no. let him find it. Just, just, just do it. Go yeah. for Somebody it. will send it to him. Oh, yeah. just, okay. just tag him. But but no, my thing is also. If you fail at it, like if you're trying to copy somebody's recipe and they're like really fast and they give great just directions and they're like click, 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 boom, and you're like, well, okay, I guess we're doing it. You're like, whatever. And then all of a sudden it doesn't look anything like it. You're like, I don't know where I went wrong. Uh, <laughs> That's funny too. And they try it, right? Mm, okay, it tastes like shit. It tastes, it tastes awesome. Hey, don't mind them. You know, whatever. It, it'd be fine. I think it's a great mm, idea. Okay. Yeah. All right. Nobody copied that idea until I get a chance to try <laughs> yeah, this. Well. Definitely not. Uh, so I think John already kind of started it uh, earlier today when he posted a video with his Australian mm. accent. He was copying somebody. Was that where, Jess Piles? Where we uh, was, were oh. tagged Jess, and she has not responded. So uh, She's offended. She might be offended. Shit. Yeah, she, sorry, Jess. No. Next time we have her on, she's I'm not sure offended. If, if she ever comes on the show again. Maybe uh, she was just waiting for it to get over 15 views before right. she, you know, <laughs> she goes, did not do well. <laughs> Bro, I don't know what happened. Like, it's, it's a lot of likes considering how many views, but it's just not it's not doing anything. Yeah. I think TikTok's mad at us. I think I James know. should have done the Australian accent. Yeah, bring it back. I it's thought been a while. that too. I, I did think like James no, no. does it, but I was like, nah. I thought you had a great it. accent. You, you nailed it. You nailed it. You nailed it. I thought it was funny. It was spot on. It was yeah. really funny. Yeah. Screw you. I don't, I don't think it was just. Here's my problem with your video. I think it went on a little too long, right? I think had you cut it down and just. Like grabbed it and like gotcha, and then the very next take was it cooked and you were eating it, then mm. that would have been like, mm, got it, right, got him or whatever it is, right. Okay. But you just kept it was a piece of brisket, right, that you'd already cooked and right, it, right. it, was, it was brisket leftovers. Yeah, like, no, I get it. Go check out the video, folks. I did, I did. Do a favor. They will. Do me a favor. Share it with a friend. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like it. Like, share comment, it. Comment. Follow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Smash that button. I don't. Know, I don't. Whatever the they. Smash. Whatever they freaking tell do you to do. Do all the things you're supposed you to do. Do them like, on the social media. Why are we trying so hard? You know what I mean. I That's the know. deal. Just don't try. That's true. Like, what, true. what's the dude's name? What we're talking about? Talking about a second ago. Pepper Belly Pete. Pepper Belly. This dude Pete, is awesome. Dude. Hey. What, what does he say, James? He says, "Let's get started." Let's get started. I mean, uh, I feel like I, I love that guy. He seems like he tries. No, He's just yeah, makes but, it look effortless. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Tries, but he's been the same since video one, and it's always been the same. I think he's just stuck he with tries, it. He tries, but it's uh, see, there's a lot of thought that goes into it. But when he talks, it's very nonchalant. So it's like, 
take it or leave it. Right. He's like, we're <laughs> making mac and cheese. Well, with something, something, zippy zap. Well, let's, let's get, get started. started. Boom. Right. And then he comes up with some badass 74 recipe. million views. Right. Right. I love it. Let's I get, love it. Let's get yeah. him on the episode. If you guys aren't checking him out, check let's, him let's out. Let's get him on the show. I follow him. Let's get him on the show. You want to get him on? We can get him on the show. I'm let's sure he's on the show. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I watched one of his like latest episodes. Uh, of course, something that popped up in my feed. I guess somebody suggested... You know, yeah, you do. You create a recipe and you put it out there, and everybody's like, "That's great," but I uh, changed it. I added this and right, took right. away this and and reduced this. Try it like it's this. So much better. <laughs> and he did one of these videos where he put it out there, and somebody like critiqued it and changed it, made it so much better. And he's like, "All right, well, I guess we got to make it." So he makes it, and he's like, "It's it's okay." But he pulls out like the uh, salt. He's like, "We need a little more of this right here." Like, and he goes into town. But I was like, "He's great, the dude's killing, dude." Let's go, let's go. Mm. Yeah, I'll reach out to him. Yeah. So uh, honestly, it's like I really didn't have anything planned as far as extra curricular yeah. activities for us to to discuss. Usually, I I go through and try to find some crazy articles or whatever we can discuss or whatever. I don't, I don't think we have to find anything. It's already just it's happening. It's out there. It's everywhere. Yeah, a lot of craziness happening. What is happening in this freaking world? Sheesh. I know, like UFOs getting shot down UFOs. and everything. UFOs. <laughs> yeah. Are yeah. you guys talking about the balloon? No. No, no. we're talking about other stuff. Like, have you been following? Like, it's like the even the government's coming out. It's like, well, we can't deny or say it isn't UFOs or aliens. You're like, Okay, what's going on here? Like, uh, you guys are freaking crazy. Yeah, they had like here. a press conference, it's all these really, senators yeah. and everything. I mean, if you don't know what briefed. it is, it's a UFO. That's at, literally the definition, right? At the no. end of the concert, at the end of the but They uh, use thing. alien. Yeah, alien. But, but, oh. but at and the end of it, they. at the end of it, he goes, better lock your doors tonight. Yeah. That's what that. they said? That's, yes. That's what the senator said at the Seriously? end of it. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. What the hell? Where was this at? creating paranoia, man. Is this in Kansas? No. No, it's like over, it's over Utah. The same. Utah. Uh, and then and then China came out with theirs, and then all of a sudden there's these, all these sightings everywhere. You know what's in and Utah? You see, like the the, the F-16 looking fighter pilot shot a missile and blew up a a thing, and people people were videoing it. And this thing caught on fire, and it was some huge fire in the sky, and it came roaring to the ground. Everybody's like, "What is happening like right now? Are we at war? Are we are we at war with another country?" Because nobody. Always sees, always sees a jet shooting straight up in the sky and shooting shooting something out. Like you know, I, and here's something else. Once you see it on on any other social media platform, I automatically think like, that's fake. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just think it's fake. I always think it's fake. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I don't believe you. Yeah. I need to see it for myself, <laughs> and then I'll believe you. Like I don't. That's great. You video it. Used to like. Seeing is believing. Right, video was the truth back then. Right, and now yeah. it's like so much nah, deep man. fake things yeah, and everything. Yeah, no, that's been edited. Nah, nah, yeah, I ain't yeah. doing that. So you, then you have the Ohio derailment, which I by the way, about have you seen what it looks like from space? From it space, lo- it looks like a Mushroom nuclear cloud. bomb yeah. went off. Really? Yeah, it's crazy bad. Yeah. Uh, it, they're they're like saying, and, and I don't know if this is even true, but they're like. They're saying this could be on the same level as Chernobyl. Yeah, I heard that too. I heard some lady like, on the news uh, saying her chickens died. So, <laughs> seems serious. Yeah. Well, they're, hold on, hey man, it's something else. What's up with all these damn chickens? Can't lay eggs. Right. Oh, it's something wrong with the feed. You know what I mean? There's so many things that are happening mm. right now. And then the whole 
what's the whole uh, Epstein? The whole Epstein Island list is coming out right now. Two thousand names are on this list. Uh, that's mm. what I was saying. They're like all oh, all these alien things popped up right when they're about to release this list. <laughs> they was like they're covering it up. Distracting. Yeah. Right. Names are on this list. As we Y'all speak, see? it's like. Yeah, right. The door, like, shut the podcast all, down. <laughs> all the fish washing up on the shore down there in South America? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, don't, I don't know anything about it. So that happens every year, clip. I think. Is that what it is? Think, There's like know. a bajillion damn fish. I got a, you know, I'm going to Virginia. I'm flying this weekend for my cousin's wedding. I just mm. don't want the whole world to end until at least after this. So right. you get back? Yeah. Really? Let, let me right. get, I don't want to be in the air when it happens. I want to be That's like, exactly where I want to be. No. What? I can in tell you for sure 100% this shit ain't happening in Texas. No. <laughs> yeah, right. So no. uh, shoot that damn UFO down, right? There, I mean, that, that's that. When Texas freaks out, then you know something's wrong. So Texas right now is good. Hey, we're, we're, we're good. we got the rodeo to worry about. Okay, we can't be dealing with UFOs right. and things. Right. Exactly. Which is After a great rodeo. great segue is that we have the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo coming up. It's not this coming the weekend, but it's the next weekend for the mm-hmm. barbecue competition. Which is, mm-hmm. it's I mean, it's the world champion, right? I mean, like who's who. Who's one to get in? It's all here at this episode or at, at this show. And there's how many different teams are there, James? What do you think? There's four hundred plus. Four hundred plus Jeez. teams are competing to be the best. Yeah, right. And you have like probably maybe eight or ten international teams that have been selected fly over. all across the globe uh, yeah. to come compete in it as well. Yeah. So it's yeah. The kids' Q is going to be happening. Kids' they have Q. a kids' competition that's second to none. Right. It's just. Badass, and yeah. they're getting a special little prize in their packs this year, right? Uh, what are they getting, James? You, oh, John? John, yeah, go for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> every uh, every kid that's competing is getting a bottle of chicks to smoke. There it is, that's pretty badass. That oh, is really? badass. Yeah. Oh, how'd you weasel yeah. that deal? Uh, James weaseled. I don't know how he weaseled. Nice. He did huh. the weaseling, so he's the weasel. When you oh. know, you know. Look, anybody- hey, when you volunteer for the Houston Livestock Show, <laughs> oh, here we go. Okay, I mean, I mean <laughs> Mike. You're a volunteer. That's right. You give. You're giving back, James. Yes. I have, I have a coworker uh, named Kathy, and apparently she's on the rodeo committee. Yeah. And I was like, I don't believe you. You don't talk about it every day. <laughs> right. Right. If you were on it, you would talk about right, it. Right. Right. So, Sorry, I don't. James. Like, like I said, like I don't think you really need a whole lot of like information. Like to come up with some, some special shtick or anything else. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, it's like just the world events that are happening right now. Like it's there's so much. There's so many different just misdirections and whatever else. But the one thing that come up today during our live was again Mo Kason and Bob uh, Trudneck are opening their 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 newest restaurant up in Huntsville, Texas. Mm-hmm. Dude. Like I don't it's know how be good. I don't know how far away they are, but it's going to be amazing. We uh, we talked about that last week or the week before. We, we maybe? did, we did, but we had somebody. We had one of our listeners uh, chime in about it earlier, Make so sure. we're like, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Bring it up. Bring it up every week until yeah. we get on there. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I love that. I heard a uh, kind of, I guess, kind of an analogy talking about how things are going right now in 2023, and that they kind of like brought it back to 2020. He's like, just imagine 2020 as being the the big movie that came out and then right now or or series i think he said series uh walking dead blah 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 whatever it is and now we're on season four yeah right Right. are are we in the season finale uh it it seems like we're in the season finale with all this like crazy series finale yeah the series finale of 
all the craziness, just UFOs. Like I, I know like maybe like last year somewhere they're like, Oh, Pentagon, everybody's going to release all these files about UFOs or whatever you, they might be real. Like is, I feel like you guys, like, oh, they've been trust. like teasing it as the yeah, season's they're, they're been going teasing on. It. Yeah. I'm like, I, I can't believe you guys See, one bit. This is exactly right. Cause yeah. they're just trying to get ratings. But here's the deal. If if they're <laughs> if they're coming down, right? If there are aliens, do you think they barbecue where they're from? <laughs> they just want some brisket. One hundred percent. All these you, humans that are being abducted. Yeah, are like, low and slow. Or are they have like, they evolved where I like the blonde. Like, I like the blonde headed ones. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Or have they evolved to where they just don't consume anything anymore? They just like, it's like an injection or a pill. You're like, dude, that's so weak. You know, you ever seen the movie Paul, uh, the no, alien uh, starts seeing all this American type stuff that everybody's going in and he's like sold like this shit's awesome or whatever. But yeah. Uh, do you think they just like. Just exist. They don't need anything to eat. Right. Just, hmm. They did like telepathically just like consume. I don't know, like protons from the atmosphere that just well, I think gives them sustenance. So I think if you look at like the evolution, uh, and they talk like I've seen, I've done some reading on this, and I'm probably an expert. Mm, sweet Jesus. Uh, but alien physiology. All right, let's so hear it. When you, when I've you, seen when Independence Day. It's the evolution <laughs> of of man, and and right now, like from you know, you know we have you know 3D. When you go into the 4D dimension, you completely lose your body. Right, you don't need mm. it anymore. You're you're your power, your energy, you're just existing at that point without, and you're feeding off of just life around you, right? Uh, it that's the, I think that's what you're talking about, right? You're just a ball of energy, yeah, floating around. Hand. Like a ghost. His hand. Yeah, like let me ghost. ask you a hypothetical yeah. question. I, I can answer this. Which state do you think punches an alien in the face first? Florida. <laughs> Florida. <laughs> That's probably true. I think Florida's probably going to eat an alien first. Yeah, but they got to punch it down first. They got to punch it, then they can eat it. Texas shoots at it first. Uh, Oh, man. I don't don't know. know. Texas shoots it first. Maybe just Texas tries to grill it first. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you kill it, we'll grill it. Hey, we don't put beans in our chili, but we'll put a little alien in there. Yeah. Yeah. You like that? You like that flavor? You like that? Uh huh. Mm hmm. It's good, huh? Yeah. Let's go. Right. That green ain't jalapeno. Mm -hmm. Right. Spicy, isn't it? A little space juice. I yeah. did not expect this to become our alien episode. We did, we did not. <laughs> it is <laughs> aliens and barbecue. What's better than that? Mm. And so I, I'll tell you a funny story real quick. Uh, you got abducted? I, yeah. I, no, I wish. Uh, so, <laughs> we all do, <laughs> dude. Well, my aliens look a lot different than y'all's aliens. You know what I mean? I have the hot aliens from space that come down to like. Okay. Anyways, we need, we need, we need to procreate. Story? Right? Yeah. Uh, sorry, so, John's mom. <laughs> right. Right. Sorry, John's mom. Uh, yeah, so I was in I was in El Paso and I was doing some work there and I I I'd crossed the border one day and it just didn't go that well. I was like, oh, can't go there. It's kind of crazy in Juarez, whatever. Uh, so the next day, uh, my buddy was like, he really wanted to go to Roswell, New Mexico, and I was like. Dude, let's just like we're waiting on parts to be flown in. Like, yeah, let's just let's just go, dude. And and the entire time he's like, I said, hey, what do you do today? He's just like miserable. Like, I went to his room. Yeah, he had his own hotel room. I had mine. And he's like laying in bed. And he's I was like, dude, like get get up, dude. Like, let's go somewhere. Let's go do something. Like, whatever, right? And uh, if I was like, dude, let's go to Roswell. And like he looks at me, he's like, yeah. I go, yeah. Moves the covers back. He's fully dressed, boots on, everything, ready to go. And I was like, okay, let's go. So we That's drive. Weird. We drive like two, like 
no, it was like four hours, right? Whatever it is. I can't remember how far, but it is, it's quite a while, like probably four hours, five hours to get to Roswell, right? So we get to this town and uh, it, it's, it's a cool town. It's a small town, right? Mm-hmm. Not, not, not a whole lot there, really. Uh, but we were like, so we go to the, the saucer cafe thing or whatever. Then we go over to the UFO museum. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is gonna be epic, yeah. I mean, what is it like? So like, hey, for ten dollars you get a ticket, but for another, and, and there's almost like it was, it was the way the way they put it out was like, okay, t- tickets are ten dollars. Like, okay, great, yeah, here you go. Here's twenty bucks, two tickets, and then they're like, hey, if you want to see some shit, put another ten dollars on there, both of y'all, <laughs> and we'll get you behind the ropes. The and I was like, the yeah. I was like, "Yeah, bro!" Like the what? same exact shtick they do to every yeah. numbnuts that walk. So I go, <laughs> "I go done, paid." Right. Okay. So imagine walking into your local bank, right? Your, your local activity center, like a small library, right? It's just like just a big square. There's no hallways. You just walk in and walk straight in. Just right? a room. Yeah, just one big room, right? And a bathroom. So I'm like. Okay, well, cool. Let me hope. Hopefully, there's more to this. But they had a bunch of cases set up. They had these these velvet ropes stacked around the room, right? All on one big square, and everybody had to file in to be in the middle, mm-hmm. middle of that square. <laughs> Except for us, we got to be on the outside of that square. Oh, right. So instead of seeing the same exact it, shit, instead of seeing it from here to here, right, from this way, I could stand here and and go. I was like, I look over that person. I'm like, hey. You got me. You just got me, man. So they had like this, I think they had like a restroom area, this back area where they had this, like it was all novelty shit. Like you go to a room and they had like all the furniture on the ceiling. And so you could take pictures like you're standing right. on the ceiling, you know, whatever, right? Just stupid shit, right? Like you could sit in a chair, but then it's just dumb stuff, you're man. such a moron. A, a, a autopsy room. I'm like, this is not even legit, dude. Right. I felt so burned. I was so aggravated when when the lady was like, "How'd you like it?" I was like, "Look, I was like, this is a scam." I just like walked out. I was like, "Y'all don't like you got a tinfoil in a freaking case over there." I don't. I, it looks like tinfoil. You like, were expecting to see actual ET. I want to see it for twenty bucks. I want to see a freaking dead body or you something. You want to poke an alien? Give me a finger or something. Give me a fingernail. Anything. Uh, an eyeball in a jar. Yeah. Give me something. Don't give me some like rope of dope looking like get behind. I'm like nah. So that was my yeah. That was my Roswell New Mexico trip. It was not. It's hey pretty. Hey, New Mexico's nice. It's, it's gorgeous. It's, it's it gorgeous. Honestly, it's, it's, super it's nice. so clean. It's beautiful. Uh, Roswell just definitely did not live up to the hype for me. Mm. Mm. Sorry. Yeah. Jane was trying to get that whole vibe. You yeah. want to see a dead body? Hey, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Y'all want to see a dead body? Oh yeah. Yeah, they're like great. Like you didn't even get to stick your hand alien. into like a bowl of like Jello. Uh, right. Jello. Right. I know spaghetti. spaghetti. It's because. alien guts. You can't look, but yeah, yeah, dude. Close your eyes. Right. Don't smell your. Hands. I did not get that. So stupid. Oh, yeah. Don't lick your fingers. Uh, yeah, that's Wait. the first thing I'm doing. I'm like, that's spaghetti sauce. I'm fighting you. Ah! Right. So so stupid. Where yeah, is this is. episode going? Uh, hopefully well, to a beer review very soon. Exactly. Uh, before we get to a beer review, let's do a really quick. Barbecue I don't have news. much. We do have some hot off the grill barbecue news uh, from Barbecue News Magazine, which has a brand new uh, magazine out. I just got mine in the mail today. 
uh, also MBBQA, which is having their conference um, this weekend, which we are missing. Uh, once you guys are hearing this, you've already missed it as well. That's so we I all know. missed it together. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless you were there, then good for you. It, it, the only thing <laughs> that held us back was finances. We just weren't able to secure the finances for all of us. Like We, we could have sent one of us probably. I should have just went. I know. I fly free. I, dude. Why didn't you go? We, we know that. I, I didn't want to do that to you guys. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, he, didn't want to, he didn't want to go alone. <laughs> also, go, I don't want to go by myself. <laughs> he didn't want to go alone and talk to everybody. Right. People would have wanted to talk to me. Like, oh, hey, hey, John, do a demonstration. John's like, Ooh. <laughs> just fake pass out. <laughs> <laughs> awesome tactics. I, I can right. see your eyes open. You're blinking. I need water. Yeah. <laughs> Ambulance. Right. Awesome tactics. I should have sent you a video uh, earlier today or yesterday. Uh, I let Toby out to go to the bathroom, five thirty in the morning, and I, I put a shirt on. hadn't had my pants on yet. And uh, I just opened the I don't door. Want that video. Usually, I kind of like. No, I had underwear on. Usually, I kind of open the door and look out there, and like I, I just blindly just open it up. Toby did what he does every time. He, he bolts bull, out, bull runs like yeah. there's something there, and there was something there. That's mm-hmm. why he does it. He ran into a big giant possum, like twice the <laughs> size as him, and he went to town on him. I'm like. Fuck. I'm like out there with my jeans in my hand. I'm running off the porch. I jump into the yard and I'm swinging my jeans, just like slapping at the damn possum. Like, Toby, get the fuck out of here. Come on, man. Go, go. Save yourself. He kept going back for more. And I was like, fuck. Did the possum play possum? No, he didn't. He was like fucking trying to bite Toby or attack him. Bite your jeans. Then eventually I'm like, slapping my jeans at toby i'm like get the fuck out of here toby come on (laughs) finally like uh, rolls up and i jump into the onto the patio just wearing my boxer briefs and a t-shirt just like (laughs) what the fuck's wrong with you toby as i walk in so cursing toby toby is like a two-pound chihuahua this is what you do man just shut the door and go put your jeans on. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, survival of fittest. Right. Two animals enter, one animal leaves. Done. Just don't. You walk out and they're both dead, but one of them's playing Bosom. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or I, I look at Toby more of like the, uh, like Pepe Le Pew, right? Like, oh, me and more, right? He's already, he's already like, he's, he's already, humping the possum. He's already like humping it, right? He's already like wrapped around and like, I love you, you know? That's what I picture with him. Machete. Yeah, machete. Yeah, he's, that's, that's Toby for I sure. I love it. Yeah. Sorry, John didn't mean to hijack that. Uh, wow, that was yeah. I know that was great. Barbecue I love news. That. Uh, barbecue news. I just have one thing. Um, I saw today on the intranets, on the social medias that uh, the, they're doing a Yoder Cimarron uh, raffle giveaway. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the Cimarron. It's like it's their offset version of a Yoder. It's yeah. badass. They have it a is. Kansas City Chiefs version of one that they're doing a raffle on. It's like a hundred bucks a ticket unless you buy a bunch. Then it's like cheaper per ticket, I guess. But uh, I reached out That's to. Wrong. No, it's just how they is. It, I'm it just thinking like is. every ticket should be a hundred bucks, no matter what. No, if buy a hundred of them, it's under a hundred bucks. You know what I mean? Well, buy a hundred of them because uh, this is going to help out. I don't know who's helping out. Uh, Proud Souls Barbecue. This is a barbecue uh, store. Yeah, I guess. Uh, our buddy over there at um, Fergalicious Barbecue, Richard Fergula, yeah. he's teamed up with them. They're doing this giveaway, this raffle, but uh, it's all going to be announced at their huge grand opening. This is March 4th. They're opening a brand new – actually, they've already opened the store a couple weeks ago, but they're doing a big grand opening party Yep, March 4th. Uh, it's going to be badass. A bunch of big names in barbecue are going to be there. They're smoking a whole gator. They're, they're smoking, he, he gave me a list. I talked to him on the phone. They, they're, they're smoking all kinds of shit. 
Uh, but it's going to be a big-ass party March 4th. If you're in the northwest, northeast, I don't know, out there near, let's see, I have it on here somewhere, uh, North Kansas City. So out there by the airport. If you're out in that area, go check them out. It's going to be a big-ass party March 4th. And you can get in on this raffle, I guess, online. I'll put a link in the in our description. But it's, yeah. a, it's a kick-ass smoker. It's like an $18,000 smoker is what they sell this thing for. So, But it's on. It's a Kansas City themed? Yeah, it's like red and yellow. I don't know if it has a logo on it or not. You but can still win it and then just always remember when the Eagles lost the Super Bowl. No, no, I'm <laughs> fine with that. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, yeah. it's a badass smoker for sure. It's it's like the ones you see out there at competitions. Yeah, yeah the, I've seen them. The wheels and what? The wheels. It's the one with the wheels. <laughs> <laughs> you can pull it. <laughs> no, it's a it's a kick ass smoker. It's their Cimarron. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but um, yeah, we've seen it. If you're listening, just click the link and you'll know exactly what I'm just, talking about. Because I sound like an idiot rambling on at this point. Just buy uh, a ticket. Yeah, and go to go to this event. If you are in Kansas, it's it's a free event. It's a grand opening. It's gonna be badass. They're smoking whole gators. Richard Fergula is gonna be out there. Hey, can we uh, talk about Kansas for a second? For being such a the, the royal right, being such a great cookoff. How the hell Friday night gonna be like great, and Saturday night be like? <laughs> like, do they even like? Can we just invite them come down to Houston and just go to a, Show pa- how to a do Pasadena it? cookoff? I think just when we just, go next year, just go to Pasadena. Have, we need to host right. a, if, a lot are of they, them. If they go to Pasadena cookoff, go to Houston. Just go to Alvin Music Festival. They're gonna be like, holy shit! Like this cookoff is raging like this. Yeah, we yeah. rage. Like we're not raging on a Friday night and trying to cook. No, it's every night. Yeah, yeah. If you don't know, what we're talking about the uh, uh, Kansas City Royal. The uh, Friday night was kicking. It was yeah. a freaking party. Saturday night was bones dead. It was Dumb. there was literally like zero happening. Chirps, mm-hmm. crazy. Yes, the most I'm, bizarre I've, scene. I've never, I've never seen, seen that at any cookoff. Exactly. The freaking yeah. uh, it's smart. VFW no, it's is not, is popping more than that. Yeah, it's smart. All no, those people. Not. That's why the people to, who are there get are like to hydrate, get to <laughs> yeah. get to just get their sleep in, and then barbecue. Yeah, but here's the deal: they don't have to run the gamut of doing two days of partying in a row. But that's what then... tells you who's the best pit master. If you can run the gambit <laughs> of partying two days in a row or three days in a row, and then still perform, yeah, great. Yeah. You went to bed every night at seven p.m. and you got up yeah. at five p.m. or five a.m. and you cooked the best. Like, great, you just went to work every day. Great, good, good job. Grand champion, great. Grand great. champion, while you had a hangover, Whoa. now you're a pit master. <laughs> Boom, there it is. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, the click the link. Go check out, out this there. party. It's going to be awesome. Like I said, they're cooking all kinds of stuff. And there's He he, he named some of them. Megan Day, I think he said, is going to be out yeah. there. We met her up there in um, in Fargo. A bunch of great people. So go check them out. They, uh, they invite us. He did ask if we were going to be up in Fargo again, but they're doing it in April, so I don't know. Like last year, it was in July. It's going to be hard to try to do that kind of thing again this soon. But uh, anyways, yeah, click the link, get more information, sign up for the raffle, uh, support this thing, and whatever. That's the hot off the grill barbecue news. That's magical and just uh, beautiful at the same time, John. I appreciate the information. Thank you. Magically beautiful. Magically, magically beautifully cue up those commercials now. Yeah. And uh, John's given the sign to just go ahead and uh, ramble. Ramble. Ramble elaborate. on. Just start, ramble start on. chatting. Yeah. Correct. So uh, we're about to uh, we're about to cue up some a uh, commercial break here in a second. But mm-hmm. before we do, before we do, can we talk about the last weekend we just had real quick? It, we we we've been raising money for our uh, Austin trip, James. And uh, 
This weekend we did, uh, well, the last week we did briskets, pork belly. Then the very next day we did briskets, pulled pork, or, or, or pork butt, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then what else? Ribs. We did ribs. We all uh, kinds of shit. Not yeah. really sure how the ribs turned yeah, out. Because... We'll, we'll get into that. That's fine. I just I'm saying. Yeah. We, but we were we were raising money to sell, uh, and I mean I think I don't know if this last one was as, it wasn't it wasn't as good as the other one before, but it was okay. Two right? weeks in a row, considering I think we did pretty good. I, I think so too. Right, we raised some money. Let's go. Like I feel like we do this once a month. Like if you want a brisket from grabbing the brisket, just chime in. Let us know what it is. We'll mail you one. Yeah. Right. We post them on Facebook, especially, but we also <laughs> try to post it on uh, Instagram. So just make yeah. sure you're following us on one of those places. And hey, hell, you got our damn hotline number, so you can leave a message there, and we'll reach back to you. Do you want us to mail your brisket? Yeah, we're just I mean, start mailing across the U.S. Now we could do that. Listen, yeah, we're gonna mail these things to you hot. I mean, that's not true. Now <laughs> we're mailing you to a hot, a hot, hot brisket. 205. You're an idiot. <laughs> There'll be hot coals in the shipping That's container. Right. It's <laughs> never been done before. Right. We're, we're going to set these things we Drive up. up with the smoker behind yeah. us. Yeah. Via we're drone. Gonna... Uh, we're teaming up with Elon Musk. Elon is shooting these things oh, to space. Okay. They're going to drop them from outer space to your backyard. If you want this, if you want a hot brisket at your house, let us know. Give us a comment. All right. I think we'll get more into this cook here that we had in a minute. But first, let's pay some bills and hear from somebody in the Oddpods Media Network. Brought to you in part by Oklahoma Joe's new Rider Deluxe Pellet Grills. Since the company's humble beginnings in 1987, Oklahoma Joe has helped those who appreciate the process and the craft of smoking. What began with Joe Davidson, a member of the Barbecue Hall of Fame, and a dozen hand-built smokers at the Oklahoma State Fair over 30 years ago, has since forged an Oklahoma Joe's brand that builds some of the most sought-after smokers. Oklahoma Joe has a proud history of creating uncompromising smokers and grills with carefully crafted design. And the newest generation of the popular Ryder Series pellet grills carries on this tradition. The new features in the Oklahoma Joe's Ryder Deluxe pellet grills include a pit control 2.0 system that delivers the category's first dual sensor temperature control. Fire-focused dual sensor feedback optimizes temperature control based on selected cooking styles, low and slow smoking, or high heat grilling. A power feed system that boasts the high torque auger motor that powers through pellets for incredible power and performance. The new Rider Deluxe series builds on several popular features, including smoke and sear modes, which features an impressive temperature range that runs from 200 degrees Fahrenheit to a searing hot 650 degrees Fahrenheit, and a 20-pound quick-draw hopper that allows unused pellets to be drained in seconds for simple storage, removal, and swapping of pellet flavors. Guys, if you want to find out more information about the new Rider Deluxe Series pellet grills from Oklahoma Joe, check out the Oklahoma Joe's website, and the link is in our description in the bio, and that's oklahomajoes.com. Hi, I'm Tina Jaramillo. And I'm Hillary Doherty. And we host the Muck Podcast, where we discuss the dark and sometimes weird true stories in American politics. Hey, Tina, did you know that Elvis crashed the Nixon White House for the sole purpose of getting a DEA badge, and it worked? What? <laughs> 
or how a gun control advocate senator out of California engaged in gun trafficking with notorious gang leader Shrimp Boy? <laughs> Shrimp Boy, I remember him. Okay, so you know we cover all of that and more for maladies, madness, mischief, and murder in U.S. politics. And we also host a bi-weekly interview segment called Lil Muck. We interview politicians, journalists, activists, and others who share their experiences in politics. Find The Muck Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and check us out on social media at The Muck Podcast. All right. I got to learn how to use this switchboard, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> there it is. And yeah. we're back. We talk zero politics, but if you want to hear about politics, uh, The Muck Podcast does talk about political things yeah mostly shout like historical things i think but right. yeah shout out to tina and who the other one yep yeah. they tina. are fantastic <laughs> tina tina i'm really bad with names i'm sorry <laughs> right well alcohol skews that right mm. brain cells are getting yeah. firing yeah i blame Fire. it on cruise light <laughs> speaking of that let's uh cue up the grab the brisket beer review check out it's that bass. Matt over here making transitions. I love I that. That's so good. It's that bass. It's all about that. So we got a special what, what one today. What do we have, Matt? This one is brought to us by Jared. Jared, who left beer at the uh, Super Bowl party, and yes. now we are drinking it. Yes. <laughs> so we are, we are, we're reviewing Bush beer. Not brewed, Bush Light. Bush. Brewed in the USA, 12 ounces of awesomeness. This beer's been out for a long time. John, how long has this beer been out for? 1943. Nope, that's a lie. I made uh, that up. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, this is a so, uh, this is the original full flavored bush. Yeah, so <laughs> not to be like mm, that landing yeah. strip you've been used okay. to. Okay, not the bush latte. Yeah, four point three percent alcohol, five volume, hmm. uh, and it does have mountains, so we should be comfortable with it. Listen, I remember the commercials growing up as a kid. Uh, I this has been iconic, mm-hmm. uh, just a, a river scene, basically. Tap the Rockies, Bush Light. Yeah, yeah, right. Colorado beer, right? Um, <laughs> you just made that up too, didn't you, John? Yeah, Tap the Rockies okay. is yeah. actually a Coors, Coors Light. Light. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Right. Okay, I, it doesn't really matter where it's. It, it's definitely in the mountainous regions. Okay, it's definitely a play on Coors Light. This is just. This is. A, this tastes like a light beer. This tastes like a Montucky is what it tastes like. It does, but it's, it's not, not light. A, not as sweet as a Montucky. Yeah, but the it, corn flavor. They're the doing corn. That tastes like Coors Light, man. Nah. No, Coors Light has a different flavor. This tastes more like tastes it Coors Light? a little sweeter. Just tastes Coors Light a little bit. For me, this this beer invokes like um, gag reflex. No, no, no. no. <laughs> like I'm just talking about like visions of just like Grinder. hot dishes and like casseroles and just like Midwest cigarette type. ashes. Mm. Yeah, but cigarette tobacco ashes. smoke in the air. A lot of tater tots, right? right? A lot of tater tots, just like casserole type stuff like just drinking bush do you guys can i'm sorry can i I cut in real quick did you guys go to restaurants as a kid or as a young adults and they they smoked in them yeah like do i remember was that that? a thing yeah 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 i used to go to whataburger man whataburger used to smoke in there i guess because i i I, I grew up in california that was never a thing but i remember visiting my cousins in in, uh, kansas when i was a kid probably like 10 years old and we went to some diner and they were smoking and I was like, this is the most bizarre shit I've ever yeah. seen. It hey. was like the only time I'd ever seen it you, ever. Yeah. You can go to waffle house down the street. The cook's probably smoking right now. 
That's yeah. probably true. Well, that's smoking reefer, bro. Uh, listen, yeah, I, you're in there. They, he's, it, the it, it, guy next to you just fired up a heater, just like right. just chain smoking. You're, and like you're but you're in the non-smoking section, old, even though you're just like, like huffing it all one fit away. Like, yeah, so I feel dizzy. We used to go and we would go get like at, at Whataburger. They had the ashtrays. They had little metal ashtrays you mm. could get from them, mm-hmm. and they were you would just throw them away. Right, with just little tin tin ashtrays, and you would sit there and like those are probably worth money now. You go, yeah, probably. You you would go and you would order your like, late at night, order your meal. And you would sit there and just light up. And people would be like, oh, this dude, right? But then all of a sudden, you look around the room, and you're like, well, there's about 18 dudes already, already lit up in here. Like, especially at 2 a.m. Right? or whatever. Because that's that's the time you would go light up in a Whataburger. It's not going to be like at 8 o'clock. No, there was a coffee people, right? Early morning crowd, Gramps and Graham coming in there. They're going to smoke a pipe or smoke a, smoke yeah. a, smoke a cig. Not, not at 2 a.m. Not No, in the morning. <laughs> Oh yeah, in the morning. Morning at two a.m. was like our time. Right? Oh, they're they're hitting up five thirty six. This is our time down here, right? So, uh, yeah, I mean, like, but it was really weird to do that. You know, looking back on it, and it, it, I'm, okay, restaurants is one thing, bars are one thing, but we're talking about inside of a freaking like fast food restaurant. It was the weirdest thing to me because you couldn't go to McDonald's and smoke in there, but you knew you could go to Waterburger and smoke in that damn thing. You can like, get two disposable Whataburger ashtrays shipped to your house right now for $25. You should have saved like a stack of them. You should have got like a hundred of them. We'd have been good for a year at right. the Grabbing a Brisket podcast. Wow, it's my money. Why didn't you think ahead? Yeah, right. When I was 16, sneak smoking? Yeah, I don't know. Because I don't want nobody know. I, was, I ain't trying to get busted. That's eBay. That's eBay yeah. for you. By the way, I don't smoke anymore, so that's FYI, man. That should have kill you. I mean, like cigarettes and stuff. So, all right. So, back on the the, the beer view. Yeah, I was so, about to say it's. Uh, I'm getting a lot of watery, yeah. a lot of uh, corn I'm, kind of flavors to it. I'm like, actually you know. getting hydrated a little. Yeah, bit. right. It's crisp. It's. Clean. I've never had a a bush like this. A bush, bush light, beer, but never just bush. A bush no? beer is good. I like bush is this good? I how, wish that we could have like done how a much wine are tasting because I think you guys are dogging this shit because it's bush. How much? If you are didn't these? know what it was. I don't know, like a dollar for a twelve pack. I don't know. They're not expensive. Dude, I'm yeah. never buying Coors Light again. I'm just going to buy Bush. I like Bush. I like Bush fine. It pretty much is is just like Coors Light. I mean, with yeah. you said the alcohol by volume was like what four point eight or four three four three. Yeah. That's it's even less same. than than Coors Light. So when you think about this, is their their. They're regular, not their light. Right, their light is actually <laughs> negative alcohol. So, right. yeah, yeah, you actually yeah. get it less take, drunk if you drink it. It takes your alcohol from you. Right. Right. There's right. a reason why they 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 sell these things in thirty packs and even, I guess, larger. Right. You packs. need that many for a buzz. Right. <laughs> mm. right. Somebody I, go, I've go got first because I have a feeling I'm going to drag it down. I've got a score. <laughs> go ahead. One more drink. Oh, okay. Anybody it's else? That's a six six. You could drink this beer all damn day. You could drink this beer going to pick your kids up from school. This beer <laughs> is, yeah, one hundred percent. This beer will get you hydrated in the morning. This beer will, will this beer will keep you hydrated all throughout the day until you go to sleep at night. And with a four point four percentage alcohol, you're never going to get drunk. You're never going to get wasted. Crapman and brisket does not condone we drinking and driving, especially yeah. in a school zone. We do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should be able to do it on Fridays. So, anyways, <laughs> well, on a Friday, yeah, well, right. <laughs> I, I know. Uh, yep. So yeah, it's a six-six. It's a solid beer. Why would you not want to drink this beer? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw right. out just a solid five point oh. 
This is no, the middle of the see. road. Okay. All right, I'm going to go next because I was going to give it a 5.1. It, it just edges above a five for me. And for me, like that means I would drink it again, mm. but just barely. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like this is not a strong uh, flavor forward beer, like tons of flavor. But as far as drinkability, <laughs> fuck, it's Same water. Word. Yeah, it's so damn drinkable. It's great, right? I'm sorry. I'm going to go. I'll go seven and a half. I could drink this shit all day. John, you I, see I feel it. like if I drink two of them, it would give me a headache. John sees like, it. <laughs> nah, nah, no, nah. you know what I mean. Yeah. It There's takes not your headache away. Anything in it to give you no, a headache. The, anything with that corny kind of flavor to it mm, that right. that'll yeah. give me. a headache. If anything, you're going to wake up feeling better tomorrow if you drink right. this shit all day. <laughs> yeah, all that ethanol and everything <laughs> else. They <laughs> it's true. Make it's true. Corn. Just piss right in your gas tank and going down the <laughs> no, road. That's true. Yeah, I'm dude. I mean, I almost drank half of it already. It's good. It's good. I can't believe it's only in 12 ounces. You know what I mean? Yeah. Next time, tell Jared to get the big ones. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah. And this concludes the Grabbing the Brisket. Beer Review Bush. It's what men drink. That's right. We need a sound effect for that. Yeah. For Bush? Wish wish we had a sound effect. For the beer review. Don't we have any sound effects? Yeah, that's right. Play one. Jan's a little bitch. Bitch. There it is. (laughs) Yeah. There it is. There's your your little sound bite of the day. All right, James, is it finally right. time for the barbecue talk? Well, well finally, we're getting into the uh, competition rib talk. Uh, so Ooh. last week, we, we talked briefly about um, selection of ribs and the different styles of ribs that you can go out there with the competition ribs. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a few little topics that I threw out there so you guys can take a look at it and see. First one right off the bat is... is it, you, you open up the uh, the rib pack, and I'm just going to, for example, we're going with the St. Louis cut. You open it up out of the little cryovac. Yep. Now, now what do you do? You, you got you got to trim it. So yeah. So if this is the like, is it the the entire rib? Or you're not you're not bumping, they're, they're, are they already trimmed down to St. Louis? Louis cut? Or are you, yeah. you going to have already St. Louis? I'm not. We're not trying to go into spare ribs okay. and okay. having to cut down. So it's already St. Louis cut because I think that's pretty much what. Generally, like ninety nine percent of the people out there doing competition ribs, that's what they go for. Yeah. So, so really quick, uh, the very top of the uh, the spare rib, just cut that knuckle completely off, and you'll find the joint there. Cut that completely off. Square up your bones, and that's going to be your St. Louis cut, right? You may you may lose an end bone here and there mm-hmm. uh, when you do it, but the very top of it, go ahead and cut that strip off, and you'll be able to feel it. That flap, right, and then make it a very tight rectangle uh, section. That's going to be your St. Louis cut. Uh, but for the trimming, and I'm reading in here, James, the first thing you do, what is the first thing you do? Well, the first thing you want to do is like trim off any type of excess fat. That hard fat, right? Hard fat. Uh, a lot of the stuff it will just kind of just pull off. You'll, you'll just kind of pull it, and it'll just come off with it. Uh, along with, on the backside, you have that little flap. Mm-hmm. Uh, some little some flap. A little bit more predominant than others, but uh, some of them, uh, you got to go in there and just cut that off because... That's nothing that you want to present in a box because when you do a cross section, you cut that rib, you're just going to have like a little flap of meat just hanging down right there. You know what I mean? It's going to look mm. very unappetizing. Unappetizing. Yeah. So if you're in a KCBS type environment where your judge has to pick up that rib and see that, it, it's definitely texture wise. It's just going to throw them off. And they're like, nah, I'm not really about that. Yeah, visually. You, you get into some of the other competitions where they have to go in with a knife and fork. Maybe they don't have to see the bottom of that bone area uh maybe it's not that big of a deal but i'm just get it off it doesn't yeah. need to be there 
right you know save it yeah. for some uh if it's big enough that you could just throw it on there and onto the grill season it up throw it on the grill and you got a little snack yeah, it's I same, agree. same thing with the with the uh with the Spare knuckle or whatever the, the rib tips or what mm -hmm. you want to call those like those get grilled up we, you can cut that off and still put that yeah, on the smoker and right put it on there and use it whatever yeah. else but in a comp and we're talking about competition ribs you don't, you want the cleaner the better right Right. You want this excess fat taken off. You you want these things squared up, and and then I, we're not getting into cutting the bones or cutting whatever else. Yeah. But I'm just saying you want this. And there's a thinner side and a thicker side to mm -hmm. this, uh, to every rack, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think at that point you're you're trying to gauge you know these ribs and and trying to get these things as even as possible. You mm -hmm. want these things to cook as even as possible going down. Yeah. So. And when when you go by the uh, rack of ribs, look for something that's pretty. Pretty thick, just kind of yeah. even, even all across. If you you can't don't find those, yeah. Yeah, you don't want to get really thin bones when you go into competition because those guys are going to cook really quick. Yeah, and when you turn them in, there's really not going to be a whole lot of meat where the judges have to go cut off on. That's right. Uh, so you don't, you don't want to go into that. Right? Yeah. As far as as far at least for me when I'm trimming, uh, just because it's St. Louis cut already cut down to that doesn't mean you're not going to have to, like you said, trim off some of that knuckle. There's probably still going to be some cartilage on there you can take off yeah. because you want it to get that pullback. You want it to have that look, uh, the flap on the back, like you said. And then on the ends, yeah, you can square it up. I'm not taking off a whole bunch, but I'm definitely looking to see if there's any because a lot of times there will be like a part of a bone still on the that's end, right. and that's going to poke through trim your foil. It's going to fuck it up. Just cut back that last bone and leave as much meat on there as possible so that when you do wrap it, you're not going to have any issues. Yeah. No, yeah. and, and that's that's an OG move that uh, they, I think real pet masters, people that compete, understand it. Because here's the deal: you you really only understand that one move right there when you rip your tin full and you oh, yeah. leak everything. Once you've wrapped it, you leak everything out and you open it up, expecting to have these beautiful ribs, meat side down, just basting in that au jus and everything just else. Shit. And it's just roasting, and you're like, <laughs> "Son of a bitch, what's going on?" That's Pro move also better cook more than one rack. I'm just saying. Oh, 100%. Yeah, do a so, few. Yeah. So just to, to kind of close that out, as far as the ex, ex, trimming the excess fat, like you don't want to leave a ton of just fat. On, I know fat is flavor. Mm -hmm. Everybody, I mean, everybody loves the the fat, but if there's too much fat and when you wrap it up, it's just going to be kind of oily and right. greasy. Type stuff. You so don't want that. Yeah, usually, get, get some of it out, but be careful because you don't want to be trimming too much on the backside, and you start cutting and start exposing some of those bones, and those bones start popping up through yeah. uh, the uh, the what was it be like the secondary membrane because yeah. there's like that secondary membrane that kind of holds everything together, and I think they have a terminology where they call shiners where the ribs kind of just pop up yep. um, through the meat. Uh, so you got to be careful, but yeah, any like big, huge fat globs, like I know, as you mentioned earlier, like if you're looking at the rack of the ribs, you're going to have one thick end mm -hmm. and it's going to taper all the way down to the other side to a, a thinner end. And, uh, that thick end it has, I don't know what it is. And it's it, I'm gonna, a big chunk of fat, right? It, there's a chunk of fat. There's and I, I think it, it's something that bellies up to the, uh, bellies up. It's something that is close to the, um. Uh, pork belly meat. Yeah. And so it's just how they cut and trim. They leave a little bit of that on there. So even if you try to cut that off, it's going to be a little divot. It's still just going to be just like not presentable. So usually what we do is just like that end. We just kind of cut that one bone off. Yeah. If we have to go a little bit further in, we will. We will. 
typically a lot of people will cook multiple racks of ribs and they're not turning in all off, their bones off of one rack off right. of one rack so they they'll do two racks of ribs or three or depending on what it is they'll they'll do eight racks of ribs right generally speaking out. you're getting maybe four or five bones off of a rack right correct yeah so don't yeah. be shy of trimming down and condensing taking a bone here or two bones off to where you only have like eight bones perfectly perfectly squared, squared perfectly right, whatever else right. yeah and, and and obviously when we get into trimming or actually slicing the ribs mm-hmm. there's some og there's some og money hints that people don't even think about they're coming guys right listen i'm telling you right now i'm we're not gonna give the wind nugget today but the nugget is coming and i'm telling you right now it's the one thing that i think gets you in the money call uh and I, i'm not I'm, I'm just gonna tell you right now when it, it comes to slicing and slicing is key mm-hmm. uh it's just as just as important as cooking or anything else resting, when you go to slice yeah. resting uh, is slicing and I, and when it comes up, dude, I'm telling you right now, the nugget is going to be there and it's going to be like, oh shit, I never thought of that. I never thought of that. Yeah. I know exactly but, what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know, I know. So so when we get into shaping, we're talking about like, okay, so we're condensing this rack of ribs into like eight bones or ten bones max or whatever. We're squaring everything up to where it just looks like a giant fucking rectangle. Mm-hmm. Yep, looks good, but. What some of these people are doing, they're, they're, they're going above and beyond, and they're doing just a little bit extra step. So everything is square because you're taking a, a freaking knife just like chopping down on both sides. What they're doing is they're coming in with a pair of scissors mm. all over the top portion rounding of that the rack edges of rib, and just rounding all the edges to where it just looks. We, we've all seen those beautiful rack of ribs that... Yeah, they just like they're rolled. Yeah. yeah. Right. We exactly. used to see like uh, freaking uh, Bill Purvis with chicken yeah. fried barbecue showing these like beautiful masterpiece type ribs. Yeah. They weren't just like cut straight down the middle, just like squared up and thrown on the grill. And they just like shrunk down to where everything just rounded off and looked beautiful and perfect. Right. There's a lot of little extra steps that you got to go in there to make those things a little bit more presentable. Just yeah. like you do on briskets or, or on these steak competitions where they're mm-hmm. where they're trimming it down, any sharp edges are going to end up they're going to yeah burning or charring or, or yeah. drying out just a little bit. You don't want that, so that makes yeah. sense. So invest in a uh, pair of uh, nice kitchen shears. Definitely, if you're doing a competition barbecue, you need to invest in like the little tongs, the little um, what am I tweezers. talking about? The tweezers, the barbecue tweezers, mm-hmm. uh, even the I. I pretty sure i haven't used it yet but uh i'm gonna get one but it's i think you use it to ice cakes with and that's what you use to scoop up your brisket slices it's mm-hmm. just like a small little offset spatula yeah to where you scoop up brisket slices and that's what you use to throw it into the um you gotta use box. your hands to pick it up correct because when it's you use your like, hands it could it, you're, you're, you have a bow in the middle the ends are bowing down right you, it could you, break you, you're holding the middle it could break that's what you don't want. The break on, on a piece of brisket or any piece of meat you're turning in, right? That everybody always sees it and it doesn't look uniform. And that's the one thing you want. Every slice has got to look the same, going all the way. The consistency is what wins. Yep. So. Sure. Okay. We got removing the membrane. Yeah, and I feel like everybody kind of knows about this, but we, we know it. And I think there's, I think there's some, some, there's some people that say you don't have to remove the membrane. Competition, this, remove the damn membrane. Just do it. Right. 
You're exactly right. And, and, and I think that the people like backyard cooks, you yeah, don't have to. Who cares? No biggie. Don't do it. But but go the extra step. Figure out like figure out what you're doing here and remove the membrane all the way across the back side of those bones, right? And so the bone side. Make sure you pull that layer up because it's just gonna help your seasoning penetrate. It's gonna yeah. help it's gonna help that smoke penetrate. Uh, and obviously you're gonna get the smoke flavor on there. It's gonna happen. That's that's not the thing. It's really about the seasonings. It's also about really just having you, you don't want that extra film sitting there after you smoked it and, and cooked it to have another another little bite through, right? Because right. KCBS, they actually take a bite. And you wanna make sure that you have a clean bite all the way through. Um, and, and 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 I'm sure other other jurisdictions, whatever else, a fork and knife. But when you're eating it, you don't want anything popping in your mouth. You don't want something that's going to be chewing your mouth right. or anything else. Just remove it. Take away anything that was going to do it. Take it away. Yeah, it, it's not that difficult. And we've all seen the videos where uh, you take a, a freaking butter knife or a plastic knife and kind of run it up one yeah. of those bones and take a a, um, a paper towel. To where you can grab it it's not so slippery because it's so slimy and just rip it off it, it's it's yeah. honestly it's like it takes you an additional like 10 seconds to do it yeah and once you start doing it like even if you're doing it in the backyard once you start doing it it's like in some of the some of the 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 techniques that some of these competition cooks utilize whether it's like the seasoning or injecting yeah. or whatever once you start doing that the end result the product your family, your friends are like, holy shit, dude, this is good. Dude. Yeah. Hey, this is money. Uh, you should like ac- actually open up a restaurant. Yeah, dude. Like that's that's <laughs> the very next thing that happens. Like this is really good. If you thought open your own place up, and you're like, man, then it's work, man. Yeah, I'm not trying to like have you come and boss me around. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. there's there's no world ever going to happen where you're going to show up to my place and go like, oh, these ribs weren't good. No. Not happening, man. Right. You're getting punched in the face. Kicking motherfuckers out. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't right, cook mom. it for you. I cooked it for me. Right? Everything I cook is for me. It's never for anybody else. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Great. Don't tell me. Just going down the road. Right? Except yeah. when I, I, I cook chicken kidding. for my wife because I'm no. doing it for her hey, 100%. <laughs> I'm all about cooking a lot. <laughs> I'm all about positive Perfection. criticism. Like, it's never going to be perfect. Right? If you have your preference, everybody has their own preference for barbecue. Right? Everybody has their own way of making it. The only thing they like, and maybe some people like sweets, some people like heat, some people like something different, right? I'm all okay with that. If you tell me, like, man, I thought it was really good. I like mine a little more spicier. That's a great, that's a great feedback, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's great to go. You know what? You know, right. maybe a lot more people love feedback. Maybe more people should, you know, make theirs a little more spicier or whatever else, right? And I and I'm a spice guy, right? So that's I can get down with that. But like this, this whole like, uh, this is. This is not good. You're right. like, man. We need constructive. You're the same okay. person that told me to open a restaurant up. Now you're telling me that it's not right. good. Like, you've been here every day for a week. Like, no wonder you're getting used right. to it. Get out of here. Yeah, let me give you a big plate to kiss my ass. And I think it's what barbecue is like. Barbecue is very subjective because I think that when you're cooking it all the time and, you're, and the same people are eating it, they're getting used to it. Now, I think the average person that doesn't get to eat it all the time and give them, give them your best barbecue, right? And they rant and they rave over. Oh, I'm telling you. You know what I mean? Bro, every time I go to California, every summer I go to California and I'm yeah. cooking for my family out there, they're like, this is the best shit I've ever eaten. I'm like, this is what I had last week. So yeah. I know. <laughs> they right. love it. They love it. I love it. It's nothing better. 
I'm just saying that it's all subjective. It's all about what your worldview is. And if you're in the barbecue game all the time, I, I don't look for barbecue restaurants to go eat at anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't do it. I, I really just go home and make it myself, and I'll spend the 15 hours to get it done, right? But, like, people I work with, they're like, hey, you want to have barbecue? And I'm like, yeah, I guess. Like, <laughs> I know. I, I, when we were in the office, chopped beef. More, they were like, oh, let's go to Spring Creek Barbecue. And I'm like, oof, I'd rather just not eat than right. go there. I'm <laughs> <about> Mexican food. <laughs> I'm actually fasting. Yeah. Uh, Panda yeah. Express, anybody? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it is what it is. Yeah. So removing the membrane, yeah. it, it allows uh, essentially some of the seasoning to stick to the meat that you're actually going to eat. You know what I mean? As opposed to when you're trying to just like gnaw on a piece of membrane, you're like, I'm with that, whatever. But so remove the membrane. It allows a little bit of the smoke. It allows a little bit more of the, the seasoning to kind of penetrate the, uh, the, the rack of ribs, uh, prevents them from, from curling up a little bit too. Sometimes. Yeah. Well, if you have that membrane, that thing's not going anywhere. It's just going to tighten up. That's what happens. It just it'll hold seasoning, it'll hold some stuff or whatever. But all it does is tighten up. The rack tightens up. The, the entire piece of meat tightens up. You know, and I, I I do think you should remove. People will talk about this like you don't have to. Great. Yeah, I get I get you can make good barbecue without having to pull it off. Right. But I'm not here to make good barbecue. Great I'm here barbecue. to make great barbecue. Yeah. If and, you can that, do one little thing to make it better, why not? And that's the difference. Like what's good? Yeah, it was really good. Okay, really good is great. But I'm not here to make really good barbecue. I'm here to freaking win, and and that's that's the difference. And that's a difference in mentality you have to have when you're competing. Is like you're going to go all out. It's not because like attention is in the details, but when you're that detailed and you're that consistent, you're going to start winning. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And I don't care what seasoning you're using. I mean, unless you're just using salt and pepper, like yeah, like and, and shit. Maybe even that would do it. I mean, sometimes you know whatever, but. I, I just think that like consistency is what it is, and if you want to be the best and you want to like actually like really compete and and practice, then it takes good practice. Great practice makes great barbecue. Mm-hmm. Not, it's not just practice makes perfect; it's perfect practice makes perfect barbecue, and th- and that that's what we strive for. And we're, we're not there, and we're probably never going to be there. But guess what? We're going to keep trying. We're going to keep trying to be perfect. So there it is. So, do we have a fail today, John? I have zero fails lined up. I'm sorry, guys. Okay. Hey, uh, no, no biggie. The only yeah. fail we have is that uh, we, we tried out a bunch of seasonings on on Saturday. Yeah, we we've did. been testing out with, some uh, rubs. To... With two racks of ribs. and uh, I mm. think it was, well, yeah, yeah. We cut them up. We cut them up yeah. to four. We've been working on some different seasonings. Yeah. We were trying to figure out which one we want to release. Uh, to send in to get made or whatever. That's right. So we'd had four different, basically four different half racks, I guess styles, you could say. Four different yeah. styles we were, of ribs. We were testing yeah. out. We cooked them for, what, 84 hours? 80, like probably eight to well, 10 hours. Well, the problem hours. is we, we, yeah. we started cooking them towards the end of the brisket cook. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're just sitting on there while we're... <laughs> Everything else finished, and we were like, Yeah, we're, we're taking briskets off and venting and putting in the cambros and everything, and it's just kind of... Just sitting there. Right. And then, oh, what's the fire temp at? Oh, it went way down. Let's throw some more logs on there, try to get it back up. Yeah. Nobody's really paying attention no to the fire too much hey, at that point. Just, who first saw it? I think Matt was watching. Matt went over there and was like, uh, how does our ribs back down to like 140? I'm like, well, we, no one's put wood on there. Right. <laughs> when the fire goes out, the temp's going to go down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyways, those ended up, finally we pulled them. I don't know if they were actually done. We pulled them. Uh, Matt was going to take them home with them and try some out or whatever. 
uh, and they got left sitting on the back of Johnny and June. Yeah. Uh, I went out there later that night and saw them, put them in the fridge, and then they got left there for a couple of days, and they got thrown away. Shit. So mm-hmm. uh, I guess our rubs got pushed back. At I, least a couple weeks. At least one week. At, <laughs> right. least, at least until this right. weekend. Right. right. We can figure it out. So that's right. the barbecue fail this week there is it. we cook a couple Plus. racks of ribs and they got thrown away. So. Yeah, well, it's, it's not about we cook. It's like the barbecue fail really in this is like, obviously, I mean, an animal's died. Right. <laughs> and we, we took yeah. both racks. That from was it, a whole thing. <laughs> uh, but it, it's not funny or whatever else. It's a mistake that happens. But we spent all day like, and, and I, these guys were up at like four in the morning. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and cooking, I was not because I slept in and because I got dinnied. Um, <laughs> but I, <laughs> I, I did, I did my best to get there as quick as I could. Um, and and, and the, the racks look beautiful. But the lesson here is just like, I think you're right, Matt. We we put these on at the end of towards the end of our cook, and we were just so wiped out. Yeah, like mentally, it, we're winding yeah, down too. So. It just was like we're tired of like people have already picked up. We're like, let's go. And then it was like, yeah. let's rejoice we a little bit. Let's drink and. Well, we had already drank a couple. Well, I know. I'm just, just yeah. I'm just trying to set the story tone. <laughs> right. <laughs> we drank more. Yeah. yeah. I don't this is true. It is what it is. Anyhow. Hey, well, I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, this is this is how we learn. This is how we we grow and evolve on how we cook or whatever. And and we're no different from anybody out there yeah. that's listening right now that is lost um a couple of jalapeno poppers or a um link of sausage and just and left on, on the, the grill all just, like just petrified like you ever had that embarrassing moment where you go to fire up that grill the next weekend and you have your buddy sitting there and you like open up the lid and there's like last weekend's <laughs> remnants just sitting there yeah right hey you're like right. no no I just cooked that last night, and then we get that out here. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Yeah. Hey, if you're listening to a barbecue podcast, or you're following somebody that you freaking love on uh, on the social medias, and you never hear about them screwing up, yeah. Rookie, like, like not yeah. uh, muting their phone. Exactly. When they the podcast. Exactly. Then <laughs> you know that they're full of shit. Yeah. We we screw up plenty. Yeah. What like I, I was gonna say is like uh, uh, we should be friends because. Uh, we're we're all here in the same boat. We're we're all doing the same shit, trying to strive and trying to be better at cooking this uh, barbecue. And we win sometimes, and hey, we fail sometimes as well. Rodeo Austin's coming up. Rodeo Austin's coming up. And we're only there to what? Win. Win. All I do is win. I'm saying right now, a games, a games. Mm-hmm. Like practice, practice makes perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect. We are going to be competing yes. internally. If you're anywhere near Austin, what is it, March 4th, March, March 5th, 3rd, right in there? First March, weekend of March. Yeah. Yes. If you're anywhere near Austin, I'm saying anywhere near, like if you're in uh, New radius. Mexico, Oklahoma, <laughs> Kansas, yeah. uh, West Virginia, yeah, Florida. Y'all need to come by and see Georgia. us because it's going to be a party. Let's go. Yes. Let's Just go. Just say, hey, I know grabbing a brisket will get you in the tent uh-huh. and we'll get you crunk. Yeah. And so bed. next week, uh, and next booze. week, by the time this this episode airs, I mean you're gonna have the the uh, the the world championship barbecue competition here in Houston, Houston with the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo firing it up. So our we will boy, we will be out there recording with live the, with Houston. Houston, Alex, yeah. Alex is gonna be cooking yeah. out there. Alex Castro, right. we got a couple other people so. lined up already. It's going to be a good one. So it's going to be magic. I don't know if we're going to get a chance to to drop down the second installment with the. Um, competition ribs, but I will tell you this right here: nobody loves dry ribs. No, 
absolutely nobody. When no. you say dry ribs, you mean dry rub? Or are you talking about I your ribs, ribs being dry? dry I'm talking middle. about dry No meat. sauce. Okay. Like our ribs probably were after I they internally concur. dropped in temperature 20 degrees twice. Right. Correct. Yeah. Okay, like I see what you're saying. No amount of sauce Don't dry your can ribs make out. these guys recover. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Stay tuned to the Grab of the Brisket podcast. We're going to talk about injections. We're going to talk about rubs, seasonings, stuff Slicing. that we could do mm. to help improve. How to elevate, yeah. right? Oh, we're going to give some like, killer tips. And everybody tricks. knows how to cook these damn things, but how are you going to elevate your box turn in? Make yours right? different. That's right. Uh, big shout out. Uh, last weekend, I want to say thank you guys. Uh, I had that tailgate, uh, HASC tailgate, where I did the brisket and the pork belly. Uh, I actually had a guy show up. Uh, he, he was he was an HSE manager for one of the, one of the facilities that he works at, and uh, just he got invited out and and he he came in. But the one thing he was like, man, he goes, said, hey, we got some food, and he was like, man, I'm you know what, I'm tired of brisket, I'm tired of pulled pork, I see that everywhere, you know. He goes, you know what, I I really like is uh, some pork belly, and uh, this dude Michael at work was like, man, you're not gonna believe this, but uh, my, my boy Jan over here. He did pork belly. And he was like, what? And he's like, what? So he came over. This dude's chowing down the pork belly. And he is like, holy shit, this is so good. Had the perfect amount of sauce. Right? Burn in per- burn in pork belly, right? Uh, the perfect amount of sauce. Because it wasn't overly sauce. Just enough to go, damn, that's there, right? Um, the heat was there. E- everything was just there, right? Uh Man, I mean, I don't know. I Do mean, you have any any pictures or videos I could have been sharing right now? That would have been great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've got some. I'll, I'll send that over to you. Yeah, well, well, check out our social medias or yeah. go to our uh, our website, grabthebrisket.com, and I'll yeah. I'll post some content uh, about Jan's cook out there so you That's guys right. can see it because I'm sure it was freaking phenomenal. It was phenomenal. We're, we're out there. Yeah, I mean, like I said, we're supporting our company, uh, FE Moran. Let's go. What? Uh, but uh, yeah, we're supporting our company. And but the one killer was the guy going. Man, I don't want all that. Bar- Everybody's got barbecue out here, but I just want some pork belly. And, was, and Dupe's like, dude, you're not going to believe what's going on. I got two pans of pork belly at our booth right now. And he was like, let's go. That's amazing. So met him. Uh, hopefully we're having lunch next week. So who knows? Who knows what happens? Pork belly. Thank you, pork belly. <laughs> pork belly saves the day. Yeah. There is. Yeah. So when you're checking out our, our website, grabthebrisket.com, uh, you can send us your barbecue wins or your barbecue fails, uh, your barbecue stories in general. How you got into barbecue? Tell us That's a little right. something about it. We've got a three-minute cutoff, but it's a hotline, 434-829-2299. Uh, we want to hear about it, and when you send it in, we share it on the show, you're going to win yourself some... Suckabusters. Suckabusters, suckabusters. Everybody wants some suckabusters. That's right. And if you don't feel comfortable leaving a voicemail, you can still just email it in if you want to. That's yeah. true. We'll read it live on air. Info at grabbingabrisket.com. But if we're going to read it as you, I need to know how we should, like, with enthusiasm, yeah. are we monotone? Yeah. Do you have an accent? Like, tell us how to read it, and we'll read it the way you want it to say it. <laughs> Good okay? guy, sir. It's not me. It's, it's not me. It's Matt. It's Hello. Matt and John. Matt and John will be reading this in your words, okay? Which is very important, by the way. In the style, get, in this style of like old Shakespeare. English. Yeah, right. Uh, How about? Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> Honestly, hey, this has been another great grandmother brisket podcast. This has been awesome. Talk and barbecue with you guys. Peace. Let's go. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. We've been great. Smoke on. Dang it, Bobby. 
just grab the brisket. We'd like to give a special thanks to Sucklebusters Barbecue Rubs and Sauces, Bonner's Fiesta Spices, Cooley Nation Custom Koozies, Cambro Manufacturing, Yeti Coolers, the Smoke Sheep Barbecue Newsletter, and Dow Strong Knives. We definitely appreciate your support.